You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Horsing Around with Pete Fairbanks. Giving my strong yet unresearched opinions is something that I excel at. Presented by the original Louisiana brand, Hot Sauce. You're getting me and you. A lot of me, though, because I really like to talk. Now, here's your host. I have no idea how to open this thing. We're horsing around with Pete Fairbanks and nobody else. Pete, well, actually, we're horsing around with everybody else. People are horsing yeah, around yeah. with Pete. You're, you're, you're the star of the show and the guest of the show and the everything for the show today, along with our fans. That, yeah, it's just one, just one talking head. I'll see if I can do my best Stephen A. impression. Ooh. That means you got to yell really loud. Yeah. Try not to do that. I, I can't get fired up over, you know, inconsequential stuff or funny hypotheticals that somebody under the username of Zyason16 sent me. So, so yeah, we're doing a mailbag uh, today. We are. I threw up a, uh, a question sticker on my Instagram story yesterday, got some responses. Um, thought it would be a fun thing to uh, to do and try out, see what my uh limited listeners like this guy uh howie underscore foreman wanted to know if i had a podcast i did not respond to him yet so howie uh (laughs) you can find it wherever you find your podcast under the name horsing around so yeah i you know i thought it'd be it'd be a good uh break up from the guests i also couldn't find anybody that wanted to hang out with me today were they intimidated i should should take that that deal i I could have found somebody to hang out with me today, but I was um, half lazy and half didn't want to repeat anybody that I would normally have on to uh, that would be a fun person to discuss these hypotheticals with. So instead, it's just me and Neil today. We're going to we're going to get after it a little bit. I'm glad that we're out of Texas, by the way, that places and then nothing against Dallas, Texas. I like parts of Dallas, Texas, but I despise the roadways in Dallas, Texas. How many roadways did you get on? Or just the roadway from the hotel to the ballpark? I mean, it's just it's just the the highway system there is it's like one of my buddies said we uh, we met up with Flem and I met up with um, a guy that was a student manager at Mizzou uh, by the name of Dylan Gross that went to high school with Fleming. Did Dylan have any good Flem stories for you? Uh, no good Flem stories. He did tell us one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. Um. And I'll just summarize that with, if you get married, anybody that happens to want to listen to me go on a, on a tirade real quick. If you get married, you either need to A, have my sister-in-law because she showed up with a fatty three-ring binder ready to go of everything you could possibly need for a wedding, or hire a planner. Don't leave it to the groomsmen to set up both the ceremony and the reception 25 minutes before it's supposed to start. You won't so get in any trouble over that, right? No, but uh, wow. It was great. It was quite the story. It really took us on a journey of, of Murphy's Law where anything that could have gone wrong for these, it, it went wrong. Very much went wrong. Hey, Maybe we'll get hey, lit on here in a little bit. Did you find, did she ever get to see, I saw on Instagram, you actually sent her a birthday message that she didn't see on the video board last month? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
I said, you know what, you know what would be funny? Let's put a let's let's get a fan dram on the board at the trout for lid. You know, happy birthday from the bullpen. You know, the bullpen wanted to wish you a happy birthday. And wasn't even at the game by the third. Wasn't even at the game by the third. Eisen fell asleep and she was she texted me at because I usually I send her a text right before I get ready to go out. And this was probably ten minutes before that. And she's like, I don't know if we're gonna make it on time. Isaac is still asleep. And I'm like, nice. Thank you. I appreciate your your effort. And you couldn't take but a photo of it because you're couldn't take a photo. I was in the bullpen. I couldn't take a photo of it. Um, yeah, Kit actually wanted me to try and to sabotage Springs in the message and have it say "Happy Birthday" from the bullpen minus Springs. But you know we can't throw Jeffrey under the bus like that. You guys have a good sense of humor about that. I like that. We and, have a great. And we know Isaac's in charge. He is, in fact, in charge. He's supposed to be taking a nap right now. So if you hear any uh, any random wails throughout the, throughout the recording, he's protesting. I wrote down 11 questions. Uh, I don't really have anything else to touch on on the baseball side of things besides the Razor playing good baseball. There's been a good product that you can watch on Valley Sports Sun. Um, and at the ballpark now, expanded seating. And, yes, Pass. brave the bridge. You don't have anything else to do. You might as well come sit in 72.1 and watch the Rays. I got 11 down here, but I got my phone up in case somebody asked me my pregame superstition. I don't have any pregame superstitions. I'm not not super nor a little stitious. I am not stitious. I listen to a few of the same songs every day, but I the songs are variable. Um, it was my first song of it used to be Try Everything from Zootopia because Isaac was going through Zootopia phase. I thought it'd be fun. Now he's in a Toy Story phrase, so it's you got a friend in me is the first one of the uh, of the pregame playlist. But yeah, I wouldn't say that it's I w- I've also not listened to it before games and still been fine. So I, I wouldn't say it's like a, a must. Could you ever come out to one of those songs? Um, I could, but I, I won't. Um, I, I don't think it would affect me either way. Um, Springs was actually chirping me for my present walk up song, my walkout. And I told him, you know, Jeffrey, I don't need anything else to get me fired up. You know, I like what I like and we're, that's what we're going to listen to. Yeah. So number one on this is, is I have to get to this. It's been, so this guy, um, I don't know how to say your username, pal. Sorry. Sending in said, would you rather eat a brownie flavored poop or a poop flavored brownie? And naturally I had a few questions that had to go like you know so obviously taste and smell very interrelated does it smell like a brownie or does it smell like poop because if it smells like a brownie and tastes like a brownie it's, it might be a brownie you know like if it walks like a duck and, and quacks like a duck it's, it's mm-hmm. a duck right so that's if i'm not going to get all the negative health benefits i'm, I'm going to take the brownie flavored poop is it human poop? Is it dog poop? Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that, that go into, like, cause Martha took a dump at, Martha d- took a dump at Vinoy Park this morning and it was disgusting. And I, under no circumstances would want that texture, even if it tasted like a brownie and near me. You get so, yeah, a lot of thought. Well, uh, yeah, it's just kind of how I work. And there's a lot of, you got to establish, you know, what you're talking about. I'd probably go with the brownie. I, the poop brownie is what, yeah. 
Yeah, I I think it, if if there's no negative health benefits from it, and it's a good solid poop, I'm picking the brown poop. But if it makes me you know throw up instantaneously, I'm picking the poop brownie. So I, I can't give you I can't give you a true answer. There's too many variables about this that need to be um, discussed, flushed out. Flushed out. Yeah, is really I, I, it depends. It really. I wonder if poop smells, tastes like it smells. That's another interesting question because it usually smells bad, but does anybody know what it actually tastes like or are we just going off smell? You'd have to ask your guy who gave you the question. <laughs> now you can have a fun exchange today. Uh, maybe I will. I have to, I gotta, have to, I gotta save that one. Zach Eisen. Looks like he's going to Indiana. Well, Zach, gonna need more details out of you if you're listening to this podcast. If not, I don't have a good answer for you, but Neil is taking the poop brownie and I'm still undecided. Let's flesh that out of your mind and yeah. move on to the we're next getting, question. We're, we're done with this. We're moving on. We are moving on. Um, I got it. One said, what was the last book you've read? Uh, I'm still reading it, actually. I'm still working on The Gunslinger, the first of the Dark Tower, Stephen King. Hmm. I started it on the first. I usually, I try to read for a little bit on every flight. And I started reading on our first flight. And then since then, we've just played Smash Bros. Every single, like basically the entire flight, every flight. So I have not done much reading. Um, so yes, that is still, that is still in, uh, in the works. Um, I am going to, I'm going to give myself another question off that. The last thing I watched since I've completed something more recently than I have read uh, Bo Burnham just dropped a new special inside. It is incredible. Even if you don't like, well, if you don't like Bo Burnham, you'll probably find him a little um, pretentious is probably the right word. But personally, since he loves to make fun of straight white guys, I think he's hysterical because he's it's just an, just an elite level of satire. Um, so yeah, I, I, I thought it was incredible. You should watch it. Bo Burnham's inside. Very funny. Um, there's a couple great songs in there since he is a uh, musical. Have you, have you ever listened to Bo or watched? I have him? not. Now I'm going to have to. He is, uh, his last, he's done, I think he has three specials on Netflix. Um, what was 2012? Make Happy was in 2016. And this one was in 21. That he was supposed to do on tour and then the pandemic happened and mm. he basically stayed in a tiny house and recorded it um yeah what and make happy are hilarious this one is a little 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 deeper little darker at times but still very funny so what, what was the last thing you would you read anything what's what have you reading uh, Probably I finished, I reread I Was Right on Time, which is Buck O'Neill. Um, he's, a, I actually had him on my show once uh -huh. before. Awesome. I mean, he was a, for people who don't know, he was the first um, Black Scout inducted in the Hall yeah. of Fame and, mm -hmm. um, and one of the nicest guys on the planet. And then the yeah. last thing I finished watching was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Ah, I agree. I, I thought that they could have, it could have been better, but it was a very good show. Still, it was very good. I want to watch Tyson Knockout. I'm still, I still haven't seen that. Mm -hmm. I've heard it's awesome. 
So that's on the yeah, list. Yeah, I have. I now have I got to add Burnham. Heard of it? So I'll have yeah, to. Yeah, he did uh, that. I heard the Macho Man Savage. Um, uh huh. I'm I'm interested in watching that because Brett Phillips was his next door, like as his neighbor at one point. So I need to, which is intriguing. I, that is, like I said, they used to they used to play pickup in the driveway. Yeah. So I've, I've heard that from multiple sources now. It's um, true. So yeah, that, that's also a wild story and coincidence. Good for Brett Phillips. Um, yeah, that, it's a fun, that's a fun fact to put on video boards everywhere. Very. It's a little Speaking more. Speaking of video boards. Yes. Did you get to keep the jacket? That no, you, Sterling has the jacket. Not me. That you, that, you, that you guys did the whole Pokemon thing, which was awesome, by the way. You, was it you, Thompson Phillips? Who else did? Yes, it was us. It was, we were the three that did most of the, of the Pokemon material. Um, I, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I went and I actually, so I went to get, I, yeah, I don't know if he's put it up anywhere. I actually opened some, some new packs of, what was this generation eight now, seven or eight now. And so half the Pokemon, most people have not heard of unless they're still playing the games. Like this guy is most of them had suspended selling like Walmart target had started to suspend selling of Pokemon and sports cards after somebody got shot over them. Whoa. So yeah, that was, I, I missed the, uh, I missed that deadline by about a day. So I don't know where, I don't know if that video is going to make its make its way out maybe, uh, for another one of the devil raised days, but there is more footage of me opening Pokemon cards and making fun of Sterling's brother that you can find on the, uh, the internet specifically Instagram. Yeah. The jacket was cool though. I was big into yeah, the jacket. I loved it. I really wanted to take it. And I was like, man, I wish I could take this. And then Sterling comes watch by in the next day and goes, I got the jacket still. I said, you suck. You know, there were about five people that really wanted to keep that. And he was just like, nah, it's going to be mine. You guys, I think the whole bullpen should get those. And, and I think so. I think we should wear it out there instead of like our hoodies and whatnot. We'll just wear it out on, on the devil race days. I think that would be a great idea. Rumors are our next road trip, we're going to be wearing uh, dad outfits. I talked to Z yesterday about it. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to him and Rich today and see if, if it's a full go. Uh, Flem sent me a guy. So I, I talked to Z and he's like, yeah, let's do it. Um, and told Flem and that this dude sends me 45 minutes later, an hour later, sends me a picture of what he's planning on wearing. And it's, uh, I'm not sure if he like went more for like dad or like NASCAR aficionado. Um, uh, it's somewhere in between. I think it's like, it's like a good mix of both of those. All right. <laughs> I'm excited to see the pictures when this gets done. Yeah, I hope, I think that it's going to happen. Hopefully it does. I'm going to talk to Z today when we get to the field. So that should be, should be good. Hopefully it, it does happen. Let's see. There's one from Poche, Colin Poche, um, one from my buddy Cole Wiper, one from his brother, Chase Cole Wiper played in the, I played in the Ranger system with a, one of my grooms and his brother sent me a similar question. Um, my other buddy who was with Texas also sent me a similar question. So we're going to not have all these my buddies, uh, Colin, I do not lick my eyeballs instead of blinking like a lizard does. I blink like a normal person. I just don't happen to blink in the middle of people, you know? I'm focused and, you know, I don't want to, it's like you're playing Mario Kart. You're not blinking in your game of Mario Kart. So 
I'm not, you know, I'm not really blinking out there unless I like purposefully close my eyes when I exhale or something like that. Um, next, my buddy says he wants to know why Psycho Pete is the perfect name for me. Um, if that offends anybody, I'm not the one that came up with a nickname, nor do I re- re- refer to myself as it. My buddy, actually, this is our, it, I was a little, I had, still have a little bit of a crazy streak. But really? I was in, uh, I was rehabbing in, in 17 when I, when I, before I tore it, I sprained it and I'm out there and I missed, I went to, we did football passes on Saturdays, go to catch it, clank it. We were on 19. You had to get to 20, spiked a pair of Oakley's. I was not happy. And our rehab coordinator decided that he wanted to call me Psycho Pete. And so that one stuck through, uh, through the Rangers org pretty consistently among the people that I was friends with. And that leads into my buddy, my buddy, Lucas Jacobson, Lou J, as we call him, said he wants to know if me with pants up is just as crazy as me with pants down. And yes, I would say, I would say at times pants up was more crazy because I wore that in college and I was a little more um, fiery then than I am now, I would say on a, on a, any given, any given day. Can I ask a follow? You can you can ask any anything that you want on, on the on the eyelids or the stare down when so which was first the stare down or the mound strut in terms That's of like not blinking or yeah did you either did you first start not blinking on the mound or start that strut no well, off I, the mound still I still don't realize that I don't blink I've been walking around like that after strikeouts since college so. I would probably say the not blinking since it's a subconscious thing that I don't actually control. Um, then it is a purposeful thing like the walk was, and then it just kind of is subconscious at this point as well. Speaking of somebody, uh, did ask, I got a couple of that. Somebody asked if I stared down Willie Calhoun after I caught that I was not looking at Willie. I just framed it, held it there to see if I was going to get a strike call, then let it go. So get that out there. There was no, no, uh, nothing uh, intentionally antagonistic. There. Have you lobbied to play the outfield, by the way, since you caught Yandy Diaz's home run? Not ball? yet. Um, I haven't talked to Q yet. I will be in Q's ear. I, I have told him that I am, in fact, our best pitcher outfielder. Um, is that the truth? I think it's the truth. The truth is subjective in today's day and age. It's my truth. So I'm gonna, we're going to tell Q that I am, in fact, ready to play the outfield if we want to go uh, like face a righty, bring a lefty in for three hitters, and then go back and face a fourth righty if needed. Um, Q, I can do it if, uh, if you let me. So, yeah, now that I, I, I would love to play the outfield just once, just to say that I played right field for a third of an inning, whatever it would be, be a lot of fun. Still on the baseball subject, we're just going to keep rolling down. I'm just checking stuff off the list right here. This is a combination of all the baseball questions I've gotten rolled into one. Somebody asked me if I started throwing a cutter. I did. I know. I liked it a lot. It's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. Snides thinks it's pretty good. How'd that start? Um, so I started probably about a week and a half ago, not as a – I wasn't intending to start throwing a cutter in games. I wanted, cause I would accidentally cut my fastball as it was. So it was more of, can I learn when I'm intentionally cutting it and when I'm staying behind it? Um, 
And that turned into, I flipped my fastball grip. So the horseshoe is now on the inside of my middle finger. So this is your horseshoe. I don't, can't get my hands there, but the horseshoe's here. And I'm now on the inside of, the horseshoe's now on the inside of my index finger versus on how I was holding it when I would accidentally cut it, it was on the outside. So kind of leaned into that, started throwing it, turned, because my, my, how I used to throw it, I would get it like cockeyed. And that's when I would get the super, you know, unintentional fastball cut on it. And now I'm trying to do that on purpose. And I, it, I kind of figured out how to throw it straight and how to cut it. And it's been, uh, it's been consistent in both. I think for, you know, in terms of being behind the fastball has been the best it's been recently. Um, and then it was so easy for me to get on the side before that it's kind of easy to get on the side like that. So yeah, it just kind of happened and Snyder was like, yeah, why don't you try it out? And so I threw it and it was good. Who do you play? So for people who don't know, normally you have a bullpen catch partner every day. Yeah. So who's your catch guy? Yeah, I play catch with Kit every day. Kit actually throws a cutter at times too. So we've both been, you know, kind of messing around with it. And turns out it turns out it was pretty good. Your Tampa Bay Rays have called up yet another talented prospect. And this one might be the hottest of them all. It's the Louisiana brand hot sauce, the new official hot sauce of the Tampa Bay Rays. Made right in the heart of Louisiana since 1928, the original Louisiana brand hot sauce adds just the right amount of pop to all kinds of meals, from wings and barbecue to eggs and popcorn. The original Louisiana brand hot sauce. Bring the heat. Somebody wanted to know, oh, this is a good this is a good story that comes with this one. Somebody wanted to know if I lurked the race subreddit on Reddit, right? So have you ever been on Reddit? A little bit, yeah. So obviously Reddit, you have your subreddits where you can go and find whatever. Like I'll, I, I am on Reddit, but I'm on Reddit for like Super Smash Bros. Watching videos or like X-Men comics or DC comics, stuff like that. That's what I'm on Reddit for. Somebody wants to know if me personally, if I'm lurking on the Ray's subreddit. And the answer to that is no, I am not a Ray's subreddit lurker. However, so my buddies have been on this, this kick to try and nickname me gas can. I don't know why they put it on a wicked, I, I, they tell me every time that they change a, my Wikipedia page back to saying that I was called <laughs> gas can and I should never happened. I have not once been called gas can besides them on the internet. Um, so my buddy's, my buddy, John is like, gets on and is like, starts trying to, this gorilla, this gorilla campaign to get people to call me gas can. And I mean, it's funny, right? But I'm like, there's, there's no traction in this, whatever. Um, so dude, this is, I think right before, right after the wild card series and he gets, he gets this guy. He's like, can you prove that the dude that was, he was talking, he was like, can you prove that you're a Ashley friends with him and I'll make it. So he sends him a screenshot of, of our, our senior year of high school yearbook. Sends that, puts that on the right. He's like, this is him, whatever, we're boys, etc." So dude goes on to make a fake movie poster of me name with the, I, it was some, something like other find it was something along the lines of gas can. Right. So he makes this full on, I'll have to send it to makes a full on movie poster of me calls it gas can photoshops at the whole nine yards. It's hilarious. Admittedly, I thought it was hysterical. Um, so makes that and we end up going to the world series and he makes another one 
<laughs> for the World Series. So I now have these two photoshopped fake movie posters calling me gas can on my phone that I think are hysterical. And so, yeah, that's, I am not a race subreddit, subreddit. I'm not a member, nor am I a lurker. But my buddy John somehow got two fake movie posters made in a campaign to get me nicknamed Gas Can. And which is also great because that was one of the, the original, one of the names that was put on the list for that was in fact mm-hmm. Gas Can. And I don't understand how this is continuing to catch on. So you need to take those photos of the movies and do you have a man room at home back in Missouri? Uh, no, we don't have a house yet, but I'm, I would like to blow them up because I think they're so freaking funny. We got, I got about three more on here. One of our, so Lid, one of the uh, girl that Lid went to high school with that we're friends with. No, I'm very passionate. I would love to do like a voice, like voiceover work at some, at some point, voice acting, whatever. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think I have a funny voice. Um, so she said, what would you most want to be a voice or voiceover, be a voice for? And that, what do you, I mean, what do you think? If you had to, if you had to pay oh, me, don't, don't take this the wrong way. But when I first heard your voice, I'm like, he sounds like several characters from Seth MacFarlane's family guy combined. <laughs> I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about that. Because uh. <laughs> big fan of Family Guy too. So Goose Go, Goose Goose Boys. Yeah, I, I think that Family Guy is hysterical. I uh, mainly because people love to say Peter and voices or try and say it in voices from the show. Um, but yeah, I I think that I think that I would be a great fit for like an adult cartoon, um, something in that Family Guy. Um, Archer, maybe I think it'd be a good Archer villain. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Archer's still running or not. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that uh, I think that some sort of cartoon villain I think would play very well to my strengths. Um, or yeah, I I also wouldn't say no to like like narrating whatever new Cosmos thing that comes out. I'm not going to sound as smart as old Neil deGrasse Tyson, but. It would be a great time to to talk through the galaxy. Well, if Neil is is locked into this podcast or Seth MacFarlane, you now or have Seth, <laughs> we're now Seth into MacFarlane. his next show. And yes, movie. I think that that's uh, is a logical um, if Ted logical progression. Out. Yeah, I well actually. So one of the reasons when I was so you obviously sent this told me the idea for to do this podcast. Um, and I was talking to my agent about it. And I think that one of the things that I was interested, one of the reasons why I was interested in it is to, you know, kind of learn how to talk basically, because I, I can talk, but I, to learn how to do it in a, in a more composed and, you know, progressive manner, I, obviously I'm still terrible at segueing from thing to thing, but I think that, you know, just kind of learning to, to do something like this, to, to, you know, I, I think that broadcasting would be fun. I think that doing voice work would be fun. Something along those lines, just to kind of get into, have some sort of practice going into it. I thought would be, that was one of the main reasons that I was like, yeah, let's do it. I think that'll be fun. Well, hopefully so, so far yeah. we've, we've lived up to something billing. 
Seth McFarland. What's good? If you need a you need an off it two lines in your next Family Guy episode, I'll hop in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just it's just reminded me of all the people because I didn't realize that uh, is it Quagmire that's the voice of Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. I think so. I'm some of these sure people do so that. many different characters. Yeah, tons of it. I'm pretty sure it's him. But yeah, his the transitions between Quagmire and and Cousteau that you can find on I don't know something like a TikTok are usually pretty funny. Yeah, Patrick Warburton hmm? is the voice for who's Joe Swanson in Family Guy. Yes, Joe Swanson. That's who it is. But yeah, he's Kronk in the Emperor's New Groove, and he's got an incredible deep voice. Yep, just except it's excellent. Um. All right, we got three more, two quick ones, and then one that uh, would be is too funny to not include in here. Um, Tracy, my trainer in the offseason, wanted me to list how much. She said, how much do you bench? And to that, I I don't know. I haven't bench pressed in, I don't know, probably like eight years. I don't think I've – I think the last time I benched – the last time I truly bench pressed was – like after my sophomore year of college and I was back in Webster, I was working on my buddy, Mike Goldie and we were in the Webster weight room and I'm like, I'm screwed. I'll barbell bench. And I barbell benched, just messed around at 135. And I'm pretty sure that was the last time that I have touched any sort of barbell and chest and pressed it from my chest. So yeah, that was uh yeah, that, that's all I got for you, Tracy. Sorry. We don't bench really. And, I'm perfectly fine with that. Don't get any ideas. How much do you bench, Neil? I don't remember the last time I benched. <laughs> Same boat then. Yeah. Yeah. Only I'm not doing uh, as much physical work as you. That's true. You aren't doing as much physical activity. All right. We got two more. Both of these are funny, I think. So Dylan Gross, guy we talked about earlier, with the funny wedding mm-hmm. story gone wrong, says, who would win in a fight? The Coca-Cola bear or the Charmin bear? I mean, it's it's far and away the Coca-Cola bear, I think. Because the Coca-Cola bear is, you know, it's still a bear, it's still a polar bear, right? And the Charmin bear is a teddy bear. So I'm, I'm going to take the polar bear in a fight between a polar bear and a, a teddy bear. You're probably right on that. It's hard to argue. I think, I think that that, in, in my logical train of thought, bear that knows how to open a coke bottle versus bear that likes to wipe uh, versus a toy bear that likes to wipe its butt i'm taking the i'm taking the polar bear 10 times out of 10. can the Charmin bear like change shape because it's so soft and like avoid punches i don't think so I, I don't think so i think that i think i also don't think the Charmin bear knows how to swim so depending on the setting of said fight, I'm, I'm taking the polar bear. The Coke bear is winning that one 10 times out of 10, I think. I'll go, I'll go with you on that one. Um, so yeah, that was that. Yeah. Sorry, Dylan. I don't know which one you took, but um, I'm taking, I'm taking the Coca-Cola bear. Plus their commercials are just better than Charmin commercials. All right, and lastly, last and certainly, certainly not least, this is certainly not least. Um, talking Jake of the uh, 
of John Boy Media, mm. of both the Talking Baseball and Talking Yankees pod, Talking Yanks, Yankees, whatever it is, slid in my questions and asked, if you were the manager of the Yankees, what's one change you would make? And uh, Jake, look, man, I'm, I'm no GM, nor am I a manager. Every time that I try and play along with Kevin Cash's pitching moves in the bullpen, I get them wrong. So I, I don't think that you want me to to make those changes. I think that that's something that uh, I guess that's the, the only changes that can be made there are the ones that Boone wants to make. I'm, I'm, uh, I got no say, nor, nor would you want me to have a say based on my pitching change decisions. You got any anything for anything? For Jay? I, I think I'm I'm probably a smart guy. Would bow out and let. I, I I got one team to worry about. That's yeah. That's the one I work. I for. can't even get. I can't even get our pitching changes right. Last thing you want me to do is is make another team's decisions. It would be nothing but one giant ball of sabotage. Who yelled loudest when you in the bullpen when Yarbs got to get the CG though? That's the one. That's this what guy, I wanted. Oh me for sure. We all <laughs> we were losing it when Yarbs threw that CG. Um, yeah, he, uh, we'll said when this will end on this some some good, some good stuff for yard. So we're out there and I, I was 100% down that day because I threw, I threw a, I threw a three in a row and mm-hmm. I had those next two days. They were scheduled, chilling, whatever. So there was one kind of scuffle when he had the runners on. Second and third, I think, with one out to start. No, no, no. It was no outs. Right. Gets a pop out and then gets back to back punchies. We had Kid up, didn't put him in. Yarbs worked through it. We're all fired up. Kid gets up like two or three more times. He was babysitting him in case anything went wrong. And then we blew it open. And we're like, oh my goodness, he might actually get to do this. So we're all in there losing our minds. Seventh comes. I'm running out to the top step, going, just saying, hey, send him back out. Just on the top step, waving it, sending back out. Eighth comes, same thing, sprint, sprinting out there, sending back out, trying to influence Cash with my finger wave. Which I'm sure and worked. Then, I'm sure it worked, yeah. And we get a call. So top nine comes, we get a call. And Stan answers the phone, looks at us. Kind of has a funny expression on his face looks at us again, hangs up the phone. We're like, oh, man, don't do it. Watches the door, opens it, and goes. He's going back out. And we lost it. So, yeah, we were all – the bullpen was all very excited. Um, we've been – I mean, stars have been killing it recently, you know. So, uh, if they want to throw seven every game, I think we would all be fine with that. So, yeah, that – that was great. We all lost our freaking minds for yards, um, especially after he was uh, one out away in, uh, in Seattle. I'm pretty sure Emilio came in and, and got a one out save that game, from what I've heard, so or a one pitch save that game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a one nothing game. Scored nine. It was, a, it was a it was a one. It was much different in terms of just how we kind of run things and how things operate. Um, Score nine. He got a chance for a CG. Yeah, you know. You either got to be down by a couple or up by a lot. And we went for the up by a lot, and it worked out. And Yarbs broke the CG streak that he was closest to breaking before that anyway. So it was good stuff all around in the race bullpen. We were a bunch of very happy campers.
Last question for you, for me. Okay. Yeah. Who's one guest on the Rays that you haven't had on your podcast that you want on the podcast? Ah. Uh, I don't know. I'd say. Uh, I mean, I'd say the top of my list right now. If I had to pick three, um, probably some, and this is in no specific order. Probably Callum McHugh, Glass, and Kyle Snyder would be my. Those would be my three in any in any order. Now I have to wait and see. For the next one, which one of them shows up? Yes, we'll see who shows up for the next one. It is a tease. It is a tease. Yeah, this has been fun. Um, Everybody that's sent in your stickers to my Instagram, you're much appreciated. Craft Cafe, yes. Kyoto, your Kyoto is is up there in terms of my favorite coffees. Uh, So thank you, and thank you for the care package you guys sent uh, for the World Series last year. It was delicious. If you want to send more over to uh, One Tropicana Drive, Um, And to my locker specifically, you are more than welcome. 